0: So three more farms here in South Korea have been added to a list initially of 49 contaminated egg facilities according to the result of the government's additional inspection of 420 more farms. Yesterday this was announced that adds to this trust issue with the government reporting the on-site inspection result last Friday saying that it had already finished looking at 1,239 farms nationwide in just four days. So... With egg phobia still peaking, the main distribution chains reported up to 45 percent sales drop in eggs over the weekend. We'll get to the local situation in a moment. Let's first bring in Professor Martin Vandenberg, head of toxicology and Veterinary Pharmacology Division at Utrecht University in the Netherlands, where the egg scandal first broke out. Thank you very much for joining us.: Yes, sir. Good morning.. And you've gone through a similar process, eggs being pulled off shelves in the Netherlands more than a week ago. But what's the mood like now?
1: Yeah, well, it sounds very much familiar, what you just said about how it's going in Korea. and um, uh, Things are calming down more after two weeks of uh, a kind of hectic situation. Um, clearly, when it was found out about two weeks ago, uh, the situation was rather hectic. Uh, There was uh, a phobia against eggs, but as far as I understood now that the uh, selling of eggs is going better and a huge amount of eggs has been withdrawn from the market.
0: When we talk about traces of these chemicals, can I just clarify with you, um, just from a toxicology point of view, how how concerning it is? For example, fipronil, one of the main chemicals involved here.
1: Yeah, well, with respect to Vipronil, I think that um, from a toxicologist's point of view, to be honest, uh, this is not a highly toxic compound. Um, if you if you look at the compound, which is very uh, often used, very common used actually in Europe um, on cats and dogs to protect them against ticks and fleas, um, and you actually put it on the skin, for example, and it goes into the blood. And if you realize that the big dog uh, gets about, 5,000 times more than the highest level we measured in an egg and the dog will survive it. He may be a bit dizzy the first day or something, but after one day he will be fine and the dog will be protected against the uh, adverse effects from ticks and fleas for about four to six weeks and be completely healthy. So we're not talking about a very acute toxic uh, compound here.
0: So for people who are eating... Many eggs a day, and there may be health concerns about that in itself but but nutrition advice aside for people who are eating a dozen eggs a day or even more they, they should be fine from a toxicology perspective
1: well if you if you eat a dozen eggs, uh, you by no way close to acute toxicity um, the the limit uh, the maximum residue limit which is um, applied here in europe is actually um, meant for people eating um a certain amount of eggs their whole life 80 years for example and at least one egg a day uh so we're looking at long-term effects instead of acute toxic effects and as far as we know from the belgium and dutch situation uh, this situation has been going on for at most half a year meaning a relatively short time of your life
0: Well, this is one of the things that we often see in internet advice, for example, be careful of pesticides, not necessarily for that one time you consume a product, but over your lifetime, the idea that pesticides somehow build up in the body and result in chronic and fatal diseases. Does the evidence actually stand up based on the guidelines in place?
1: Well, to tell you the truth, a lot of pesticides used nowadays, compared with 20, 30 years ago, um, they don't build up in the body anymore. They don't accumulate. Well, fipronil is a bit of a, uh, a bit of a difference uh, because um, it's a compound which uh, which can actually accumulate, build up in chickens um, with uh, roughly about uh, six weeks when it's getting stable, and then the level may be high enough. But it all depends how heavily you treat the chickens with the vipronil. Um But still then, the, the Germans made calculations for the acute uh, toxicity, and they used two types of studies with rats and dogs to compare it. And they came to the conclusion that even at the highest level, uh, we found in the eggs here in Western Europe, there may be a slight risk, a health risk involved for children. Uh, But this was only seen once in one sample from one farm in which the levels were actually high All the other farms which were checked in the Netherlands, which were about 200 They were way below the actual level in which I, I as a toxicologist would be concerned for acute toxicity however, if you would have a continuous exposure during a long time of your life um that wouldn't make me very happy as a toxicologist and now you're probably going to ask me what would we do then chronic exposure and i would say my major concern would be um neurological effects we see that in different animal species and we've also seen it uh, from people who were accidentally exposed to vibranil but uh, well the good side is that they had neurological symptoms um, but they all recovered fully uh, from intoxications.
0: Well, that's a positive um, here. Uh, that's
1: the positive side, yeah. That doesn't mean that we can just wave it and say, look, okay, it's fine, you know, uh, let's not worry about it. Uh, these type of pesticides shouldn't be in the food the, the food chain. The animal food chain, and uh, humans shouldn't be exposed to it, yes. especially for longer time periods.
0: And, and the very disappointing thing is that Many of the farms affected were supposed to be producing eco-friendly eggs, yeah. uh, more expensive eggs that are, in theory, healthier and more free from chemicals. So people uh, are up in arms about that. Understandably so. Um, yeah. do you, how much sympathy do you have for farmers? The challenges of raising chickens for egg laying or any other kind of farming with the with the restrictions that are in place.
1: Well, I, I, I can imagine. Well, I don't know how the situation in Korea is, but um, um, in, the, in the Netherlands, actually, it was put on in a product um, against uh, red mite, uh, which is a very serious insect uh, causing a lot of damage to the chickens. And uh, there are no good cures against it. So the farmers were very relieved to have a product, except they didn't know, most of them didn't know there was any fibrinil in there. Um, so I do have sympathy for the farmers because they had a good... Um, a compound or mixture actually to treat a rat mite in these chicken farms so i couldn't imagine they would be very happy because it causes a lot of damage but in the long run it caused more damage because of the economic uh, disaster which followed the discovery of fipronil in the eggs
0: well let's uh, get that local perspective in a moment that we promised for now thank you so much professor martin vandenberg of utrecht university pleasure to have you on the line Okay, you're welcome. Bye. And uh, let's welcome now Professor Yidong Yu from the Department of Health and Environment at Koshin University. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. And thank you for joining us. So the Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Rural Affairs announced the result of additional inspections of of those egg farms yesterday. 52 farms, that number, confirmed to have been contaminated. All those related eggs discarded, but... 350,000 eggs contaminated already distributed to food chains, according to estimates. Can we at least trust the markets now, or do we still need to be checking these numbers on eggshells?
2: I I, uh, believe the announcement of the government, because the Consumers Union of Korea and the civic uh, activist groups are working on it, as well as the government. I think we may be able to start uh, um, buying eggs from now on like uh, europeans but it would be better to check uh, the results on the egg shells for a while just in case the main problem is the pesticide tainted eggs will remain unsolved unless the factory farming for egg production is fundamentally changed to eco friendly farming without pes- pesticides in near future of the poor breathing conditions of the livestock farms are believed to be the main cause of insecticide use to control mice and health risks, I think.
0: Yeah, well, the, the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety, as well as the Korean Medical Association, have both played down health fears related to these insecticides. But we're now hearing about DDT either being residual in soil or somehow finding its way into eggs. How worried should we be about that discovery? A, a, a world-famous, world-infamous chemical. Oh,
2: yes, yes. Uh, the to- toxicity of DDT is 1.2 times lower than hepronil uh, and 2.1 times lower than uh, bifemprin for red, DDT has been prohibited and farmers cannot buy it uh, because not for safety, but it tends to be accumulated in food chains in the uh, environment, uh, for instance, uh, soil, mm. I think we do not worry about residual DDT from environment for the eggs.
0: Well, we want to hear from the farmers themselves. If you can just hold on for us one moment, Professor E, let's have a quick listen to this clip that we recorded.
3: Uh, <laughs> 농장에서 사용했기 때문에 그런 결과가 나온 거라고 보고요. 저희들이 이번에 검출된 성분을 보면은 가장 특징적으로 많이 나타난 것이 비페트린이라는 성분인데 그 제품을 볼것 같으면 어디에도 살충제 성분이다 농약 성분이 들어갔다는 그런 표기가 없습니다 저도 직접 제 눈으로 확인했습니다마는 포장지에 비페트린이라는 성분이 들어갔다는 내용이 저도 도저히 확인을 할 수가 없었어요 전문가들이 알수 있는 무슨 성분으로만 표기가 됐지 이게 살충제 성분이고 비페트린이다 이런 얘기는 전혀 없었습니다 농가들은 이게 아 이게 well, um,
0: we were talking as a production team yesterday, how good it would be to hear from a farmer. Of course, uh, there was inevitably going to be a language challenge for those who weren't able to understand that actually was E Hongjie, president of the Korea Poultry Association, a poultry farmer himself based in Tangjin, South Chungchong province. And he was saying that the detected farms are fully responsible for using banned chemicals on egg laying hens, whether knowingly or Unwittingly. He said that as for bifenthrin, a chemical found in the largest number of tainted farms, uh, it was contained in a mite repellent, but it wasn't specified actually on the product cover. So most of the farmers in that case didn't even know the product contained bifenthrin. This is a systemic issue, clearly. That needs to be checked from product distribution upwards. Um If I can come back to you, Professor E., among the uh, farms that have been tested as unfit for sale, uh, 31 or 63.3% were government certified organic farms. 59% had acquired these HACCP or Hazard Analysis and Critical Control Point certification. What is the problem then with the system if these are able to slip through the net?
2: Oh yeah. uh, this system is managed by both the agriculture ministry and the food and drug safety ministry. It's overseeing the production stage and controlling the distribution and consumption respectively. The ministries should control and manage more precisely and strongly for certification and health from uh, now on. Also, I think, Two administration control towers should be changed to a unified food control tower with solid authority to supervise the entire egg circulation system.
0: A point I was also making on yesterday's show was, was that we might easily spread our concern to other products as well. There's no particular reason for me to suspect that egg farmers would be any more morally culpable than than any other kind of farmer in the country? Um, should we be questioning then the organic labels or the HACCP certification on other f- foods like desserts, kimchi, baby foods, etc.?
2: Yes, I think c- citizens may have questions the credibility of uh, uh, organic or HACCP health have have certifications in other foods. Because we saw the eggs as instant, the
0: government would be better to check to them uh, too. And finally, what's your tip for us? Um, when when we're looking out for egg, for example, markings, organic, um, one I particularly look out for is animal welfare. I think that's usually a good indicator that, that the farmers are... are Acting conscientiously, but also that the the chickens are being raised in as natural environment as possible. Um, which which one should we be looking out for if we want to avoid pesticides?
2: I have no idea for egg shafts, I'm sorry, but uh, until uh, the government newly guaranteed the applications and code printed on egg shells, I expect the government will announce on it soon.
0: Right. Well, it is confusing. <laughs> I, I've never experienced <laughs> so much confusion, to be honest, with the labels. And, and these labels are often written in English, so it's not just a question of not being able to understand the labels. It's, it's, it's just trying to work out, even before this scandal, which eggs are right for you, fertilized, non-fertilized, organic, animal welfare, etc., etc. Professor E. Dongyu, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts today. Okay, thank you very much. Professor E. out of the Department of Health and Environment at Koshin University.